0: I was playing with something, but it wasn't my mic. Ooh.
1: Let's do it. Abs in a six pack. Abs in a six pack. Hello, abs in a six pack. Abs in a six pack is not the greatest podcast in the world. I know. Abs in a six pack. This is lit, is lit, 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 people. lit. What lit. else do you have going on? Yes. For all intents and purposes, they're aliens. They come from a distant star. They are a guild bound by hatred of humanity and wanting everything for themselves. They're not fans of humanity. They want you out of their way. They want to become gods. They steal the future. They must be stopped. They are the enemy. Do you understand what that means, Media Matters and Right Wing Watch in the White House? Of course you do! You think if you go along with it all, you're going to be given the life extension technology want the life extension for everybody the population gets too big off world colonies robots replace humans in combat manufacturing everything i want the technology i want the medicine i want the innovations i want them now humans developed it our ancestors built it it doesn't belong to you you're stealing the whole future from us. And so many people are serving this because they're cowardly and they think if they go along with it, they're going to be okay. No, this road is in wreck and ruin. Giant alien spacecraft landed in every town and city and had big electrical tentacles that grew out and ran into every house. Space warping. way ahead we don't even know what they've got and the entities are telling them total power total control everything you could ever want just kill everyone build this design we're telling you build what we're telling you build this build this let us through build the Hadron collider open the dimensions let us in we're gonna really help you we're friendly little guys
2: At your face, I get the rice and gravy shits. Today on the podcast, we're going to be making one of my
3: favorite snacks of all time using saltine crackers, peanut butter, and a little bit of cayenne pepper. They're called Texas Pussy Snappers.
4: It's Wednesday. The date is 22223. Two, I'm here with Pink Trip and. Uber-y, and this
1: is a new live son of a bitch. This is a new live son of a bitch. Abset a six pack. Hello, Abset a six pack. Absolutely, absolutely incredible. I can do this, boys. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be live here for the next two hours. You are going to love it. Just like. Oh! What the hell is this?
4: What's going on, fellas? Hey, What's
1: baby. Up? What's up, baby?
4: Hey, baby. Got Paint trip. trip back for the first time in a while, but I've been doing his show. Blueberry's back after the birds episode we did. It's uh, gonna be a bonanza today. I got some local news that just happened this morning gonna be uh it's gonna be a good show so no doubt. thanks for listening and thanks for being here being true uh, oh, you, you beat the hangover and made it in i'm proud of you yeah, i just had to keep sleeping i woke up and i was like
0: <laughs> i feel like shit <laughs> so i just like kept sleeping for as well, long as i could i probably would have kept sleeping if you didn't if i didn't have to do this <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> well no that's cool i just gotta i need a reason to get up
4: yeah that's so do I. Sometimes it always, doesn't always come to me, but I try to find one.
0: But yeah. yeah i not um, drink
4: for a while. <laughs> Stay drunk and keep moving is not the motto anymore.
0: Uh, I don't know. The hangovers, man. There's, I think the mixing of the White Claw with the, the vodka was probably
3: the problem.
4: Did you drink water at least?
3: <laughs> there's there's water in vodka. That's for <laughs> yeah. pussies.
4: Uh,
0: pieces yeah, no, for drink, queers. I drink so water. After I got a hangover, which is usually not the way it's supposed
4: to go. I'll drink water when I'm dead. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, so... There's a lot of water in White Claw, let me, come on. Yeah, It's carbonated water. Uh, pussy juice, that's what I call it. No, White Claw's not that bad, but I mean, it is pretty bad. Water. What am I talking about? But... I love me some pussy juice. <laughs> uh, squirt is just pee, people. I don't know if you knew that. Um, but yeah, there's... So, well, uh, squirt, yeah. Th- this morning, do you, do you know about Oak Ridge? Anybody?
3: No, yeah, man. isn't it, isn't there uh, some sort of uh, government base there, Air Force type deal?
4: Yeah, it's where it's where they they built the nuclear bomb for the Manhattan Project. It was the main site. Um, actually, uh, Sir Wes and I did an episode uh, talking a lot about Oak Ridge a couple of weeks ago. I'll just play this quick little thirty second intro to the town.
3: Oak Ridge, Tennessee, is a small American town, just like any other. They've got a Walmart, a Dollar General, an Aldi, a thermonuclear weapons development site, and two McDonald's, and yet from 1942 to 1945, Oak Ridge, which was at the time the fifth largest town in Tennessee, did not exist. And this isn't like how Canada doesn't exist, Oak Ridge actually did exist but nobody knew about it. In October 1942, the 1,000 or so residents of the area came home to find notes on their doors telling them they had six weeks to get out. The government had acquired their land through
1: eminent domain. I'm sure that was a bummer, but too bad. There was a war going on. So
4: my grandfather, who lived to be 99 when he was just a little kid, he was part of the wheat community that got kicked off their land to build Oak Ridge. And it was a town of, I want to say, 40,000 people that was completely classified for the better part of a decade during world war 2 yeah leading up to it. the government sucks man <laughs> yeah. fuck the government but this morning uh there was a little bit of an incident and they're saying it's all okay now but um i'm not sure i trust that there was a uranium fire at the complex which is about 20 minutes from my house
0: jesus christ dude there's there's some there's some little dude going around doing all this shit it's like one little guy going around setting things on fire the freaking chemical spill on grimly. the train tracks. Yeah. But this, at this point, is it, is it just that the media is focusing on all these things? There's no way this is a coincidence at this point.
4: Well, I mean, I've lived by y by uh, Oak Ridge and Y12 for most of my life at this point, And I've never heard of anything like this happening. Ever.
0: Yeah, but it, it, like this happening, okay, just on its own is terrible. But then every time I pull up Twitter, it's like this thing's on fire. This building's on fire. This food factory's on fire this train derailed and now we have co- toxic chemicals in the air it's like it almost seems like there might be some weird sabotage going on like
4: that's what i tend to think
3: now like i don't know if this is to... part of it but why are you hitting yourself why are you hitting yourself why are you hitting yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, but here's,
4: here's uh this is from this morning uh B L T local news
2: Well, good morning everyone. This is Casey Wheelis in the WVLT newsroom. We are hearing that emergency personnel are on scene at the Y-12 national security complex because of a fire at one of their buildings there. Wanna go ahead and take you live. Officials are about to give us a briefing here of what they know at this time. A spokesperson did say that appropriate precautionary uh, protective actions have been initiated for Y-12 employees who are in the vicinity of the incident. They say at this time there is no off-site impact to the public as a result of the incident. At this time. Um, as they're getting ready for this press conference here, I'm going to go ahead and show you where this is. This is in Oak Ridge. Uh, you can see the Y-12 national complex. now. A spokesperson told us that the fire is at building 9212. And when you look that up on DOE's website, it is a building that houses uranium processing facility. It looks like they're gonna take the press conference now. Let me get you there.
1: Steve White is with the NNSA Production Office, and Tony Boser is our technical advisor for this incident. So I, I, first of all, let me say, there are no offsite impacts from what has happened this morning. Uh, and I want to make that perfectly clear, because we've had a number of calls from folks asking about, are we in danger, those kinds of things. Uh, that is not a possibility at this point. Now, as to the particulars, I want to hand it off to my colleague here, Stephen Wyatt. Uh, good morning, again, my name is Stephen Wyatt. Um, I'm with the National Nuclear Security Administration. Uh, At about 9.14 this morning, we had a fire in one of our production facilities. As a result, employees from that area were evacuated and uh, we're in the process, continuing the process of accounting for all of the employees in that area.
3: How many employees were in that building when this happened?
1: It would be around 200 in in the specific building where this occurred.
3: What sort of exposure could those employees have had at this moment?
1: That's not known. Tony, do we have any information regarding... No, no, we don't. We don't. We're not aware of any personnel injuries at this time. However, as part of that accountability and response, uh, we have emergency responders that are there for both the employees and specifically to address the upset. I'm a,
4: I got to pause this and say, um, <laughs> uh, go back just a little backtrack to our Oak Ridge episode that we happened to do a couple of weeks ago. We did some conspiracy theories because they're trying to open portals to other dimensions and stuff there that they're talking about on local news. But uh, they did a uh, Southern accent class. This is pretty.
1: Finally, Oak Ridge National Laboratory has canceled
4: a class to teach employees how to reduce their Southern accents. The course was advertised as a way to feel confident that when you speak reason. and yeah. be remembered for yeah. what you say yeah. and not how you
3: say it. But several employees were offended by the class and yeah. complained. A lab spokesman says the class probably wasn't presented in the right way we
4: love the spooks that's uh it, obviously the class doesn't the... work the class didn't work that well listening to these guys talk
0: what if they went to the hood and did that to black people right well
3: that would be very progressive it's pronounced I don't know what you're talking ask,
4: about ask you a question <laughs> what you trying so to ask bad. me
3: yeah that wouldn't go well at all do you
4: want to sound you said like this you happened know?
3: around nine fifteen this morning is there still an active fire at this location
1: uh we don't have that information at this time it's <laughs>
4: What was the point of this press conference then? You got three guys. What, the two of them are in charge of the whole Y-12 facility, and they're like, well, I don't even know if the fire's out yet. <laughs> I don't have that well, information.
0: Seen, there's no indication of, of, re- of a re- release of radioactivity after a fire involving uranium occurred. So if the, the fire definitely involved uranium. Yeah. I mean, I, I, maybe you can just set uranium on fire. It's no big deal. It's all good.
4: At least
3: they Your did. I, anus heard, is on fire.
4: I'd heard from someone they did a controlled burn, but uh, controlled I'm assuming burn. I'm assuming it wasn't up into the air. I don't know. I think it's fine. My hair's been falling out all morning, but other than that, I, th- I feel I feel okay. A little tired.
3: Dude. Are you Are you glowing in the dark yet?
4: <laughs> Not like Ray Epps or anything, but yeah, a little bit. I wonder if like China
0: or Russia is like paying people to do this stuff.
4: Or the CIA. Kind of a smart move, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, it could even be our own government doing it, you know? They're kind of, they just work for China these days anyway.
4: Yeah, the Chinese Intelligence Agency, I think that's what that stands for. I
0: don't know, it's just so weird, dude. It's so weird how much stuff is burning
4: down. But like you said, is it, is it people are calling more attention to it and this stuff happens all the time? I tend to think not, but I'm sure that's, like, a small part of it.
0: I mean, Anytime there's a big fire at any kind of, like, manufacturing thing, that usually makes the news. You know, I don't think that's something the news would ignore. Yeah. You know, I think
3: it's a it's a couple of different things stacked on top. You got that whole, uh, once you become aware of it, you start to notice it more and more. Uh, I'm sure they're still trying to uh, coerce the collected fear from the COVID pandemic. You, c- you can't really let all of that angst and anxiety just go to waste. Yeah. So you got to do something to keep it. You know brewing right mm-hmm. um I and mean, it could easily be a coincidence but at a certain point nah, wonder, no way like, it's no. The, the whole co- coincidences that's just not that's not anything i'll all ever believe in it's a dink. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah coincidence
0: the remember Bo- booty, <laughs> Je- booty judge was like oh there's a thousand derailments a year and i'm like really a thousand derailments a year
3: I mean, isn't that a problem? Shouldn't we be doing something about that?
1: Yeah.
3: If there was a thousand plane crashes per year, that'd definitely be an issue.
1: Yeah. People would be like, Oh, my God!
0: What is this? Oh, yeah. It's too easy to sabotage a train, man. You just put a stake on there, right? Like, anybody can do it. I'm not trying to give anybody ideas here, though. I
4: put stakes on a grill, not on the train tracks. I don't know. Branding yeah, well,
0: you're not a... You don't have green hair, either. You're not in Tifa. <laughs> yeah. uh,
4: I got one more uh, little short two-minute news clip on this. This is... uh a little bit of an update. This is from WATE6. We are dude.
2: turning back to that breaking news situation out of Oak Ridge. Officials say there was an emergency at the Y-12 National Security Complex this morning around 9 a.m. and we're told it was a fire involving uranium. Right now there's no off-site impact and officials also say no injuries were reported and we also just learned that all employees have been accounted for. We want to go out live to WATE6 on your side reporter Molly O'Brien. She's out in Oak Ridge right now. Molly, what can you t-
5: yeah, Lexi. like you said, good news there is no threat to the public, but what I can tell you is crews responded to a fire involving uranium in building 9212, which is actually on the west side of the complex. When they, crews were eventually, or excuse me, workers were eventually evacuated. There were a couple hundred workers and they put a shelter in place. Now, what I can tell you is is all employees have been accounted for. No injuries were reported at this time. And like I said, that fire involved Ukrainian.
4: <laughs>
1: uranium.
4: Ukrainian? I love that.
5: This time and like I said that fire involved uranium the protocols <laughs> to put out in fire involving U- fire, uranium fire is different at this time or is different right now uh, th- I mean I
4: feel bad like this these local news like you could tell she's nervous so I don't think there's any like I think she's just got Ukraine on the the mind when she said Ukrainian, but she's just kind of stumbling over a word is pretty bad for a news anchor.
5: Evolving uranium is different at this time, or is different right now. You suck. What that looks like. Here's what they have to say.
1: That building does uranium processing for all of our uranium-based missions uh, as the Uranium Center of Excellence for the NNSA. Uh, we, we process uh, materials in support of nuclear Navy mission as part of non-proliferation and as part of our classical NNSA mission. So there's a lot of different
3: forms of material there. Can you pause it for a second? Yeah. Is he saying NSA?
4: NSSA, I think. It's, so it's um. Uh, uh, oh, okay. It's mostly the most of the operation is uh, DOE Department of Energy.
3: Okay, that uh, but makes there's sense. a
4: bunch of like weird classified military stuff that goes on there. Like there's always you, at night and sometimes during the day, but especially at night, you can see uh, predator drones kind of hovering around Oak Ridge, and there's always military trucks and tanks coming in and out of there. So it's a big it's a big military operation, but yeah, it's mostly Department of Energy uh, from what I understand.
5: Now, good news so far. Those air monitors show no no chemicals have been released, meaning there's no radioactivity. Of course, officials will keep following up and monitoring this. As of what caused the fire, that investigation is still ongoing. We-
4: so, yeah, I guess my um, my concern is if there was a bunch of radioactive material or uranium, or Ukraine. That's our show title, uranium. If there's a bunch of uranium, you know leaking into the air into the you know out into the environment they wouldn't tell us you know so i mean hopefully they're being honest but i think if it was a big it was a big issue they'd probably just like not tell anybody because what are they gonna do to stop it nothing really they couldn't do anything so kind of spooky kind of weird but hey what are you gonna do
0: yeah i'm trying to find something about what happens when you burn uranium it's kind of hard to find an answer here I think the best one I got is nothing much. It burns. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll produce uranium oxide nanoparticles, which would be hazardous if you inhaled them.
4: Yeah, and they're and nanoparticles. Not... So you can't even really see them. Is that
0: why they, they're not? They're saying it's safe? Because they can't pick up the nanoparticles? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to wear your mask? <laughs> yeah, that'll save you.
4: I think it's, uh, it can't hurt. So, you know, you can blow vape smoke and cigarette smoke in and out of a mask. But I think the nanoparticles will be fine. Like, there's no way. Yeah, they're through,
0: For sure. Yep. There's um, still too many idiots wearing masks, dude. I don't get it. Like, they just won't let it go.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, is that is that happening in Texas or just talking in general? I yeah, rarely like, see people in
0: the liquor store I go to, is a nice, he's a nice guy. I'm not going to say he's an idiot. Maybe he's got a, like an immune system issue, but he's still rocking the mask
3: all the time.
4: Yeah, I, I think if, if he I wasn't wearing a-
3: double... If he wasn't wearing double mask, he doesn't mean it.
0: Yeah, he probably thinks, like, I survived COVID because of this mask. I'm never giving <laughs> it up.
4: I'd say, on average around here, one out of a hundred people I see you wearing a mask. Like, that's... Probably right around the number. Us, if that. I see a
0: lot of um, like Afghanistan refugees still wearing them. It's almost like um, they know that they're here because of the Democrats. So they're like, "I'm going to play ball, whatever the Democrats tell me to do."
4: <laughs> we all need to mask up. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen any refugees around here. If they, if oh, they're they all do. over the place where I'm at. Huh. A lot of them are nice people,
0: but um, they're all over. There's not even just Af- it's Afghanistan, Eritrea. Like, uh, they just keep... This, like, part of um, my city that I live in, it's like they're just putting them all in this area.
4: Wow. Um, And they
0: get all kinds of money, too. They're rolling around with a bunch of free cash. It's like, Jesus,
3: dude. I'd say we got probably one in four, one in five in the mini ocalypse people wearing masks still.
4: Wow, yeah. Well, I'm in in Trump country Bible Belt area, so there's not... Not much of that uh, going on around here, but every, yeah, once in a while you'll see one.
0: We really need to start bullying them the way they bullied us for not wearing one. Yeah. Just throw things at them. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, yeah. But here, we got what's a, What would be a good boy. like slur or like a nickname or just like a mean slur you would call a mask wear? Like a masky. There's got to be something better than that. Like what would you call him? Criminal. Diaper boy. Criminal
0: yeah a murderer, murderer. <laughs> what are you gonna <laughs> rob somebody You trying to hide your face you little bitch
4: <laughs> yeah
0: i mean it's, i've talked about this before it's like the perfect thing for criminals it's like oh you mean i can cover my face and no one's gonna be suspicious oh this is wonderful i'm gonna this is good time for robbing.
4: yeah i i remember i had to uh i, I had to point out like the first year of COVID at the liquor store. Cause it says like no masks allowed. and they put that sign up around Halloween? So nobody comes in on a <laughs> Halloween mask and robs it. And I was yeah. like, wait a minute. Cause my boss is this Indian guy and he was wearing, he was double masked. And I was like, you're breaking your own rule. It says no masks allowed. And he goes, Oh, oh no. I, uh, and he corrected the sign and wrote Halloween. I made a, he took a sharp and a Halloween mask. <laughs> yeah. That's,
0: uh, yeah. it's so stupid, man. And I don't know. Like, the shit in Austin is starting to spread to my, my town in San Antonio. It's, every time I go to the freaking liquor store, I come out and there's a black dude pretending to be on the phone asking me for money. And I always look at him like I'm going to kick their ass.
4: What do you mean pretending <laughs> he, to be on the phone?
0: It, they're not on the phone. It's this one dude. He's, he's, he's on the phone, but like he's, it's just like an act. You know he's not really on the phone. He's just there trying to get money and trying to look like he's doing something else. And the fear when, when, when like, a, a dude asks you for money is, like, I think what they're trying to figure out is if you're actually carrying cash. Because most is... people don't carry cash, and it's not worth robbing somebody for debit cards because, you, you know, it's going to be turned off immediately. So they're just like, you got a dollar, and then they see, oh, you're carrying cash, and then, then you get mugged. Hey, baby, so I usually go, I, I got, got, like, a quarter, bro. I got a quarter. You want a quarter? <laughs> and then they always get insulted, like, I don't want a fucking quarter.
4: I. <laughs> I uh, I usually that's funny because I do the exact same thing when I see somebody that looks homeless that I think might be about to ask me for money as I pull out my phone and act like I'm getting a call.
0: Hello. <laughs> no, you gotta you gotta, dude, you gotta stare him in the face like a predator. That's the thing. Like if you look like you're like trying to, like shy away, you don't want to look him in the eye, and you're you know then they think you're oh he's he's weak he's a he's a victim. You gotta look him in the eye like you're gonna murder them, and they go I mean, on, this is <clears> not guy. <the throat>
4: I can, I guess I can switch from concealed carry to open carry just to, like, flash my piece at them when they start <laughs> well, that's coming the open. Thing.
0: I'm not carrying, so I got to use all these other little tricks. Uh. <laughs> and the thing about carrying, man, it's like, you know, you still got to get the first shot off. And most of the time, you're not going to be ready if a dude's, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's good to carry, but if someone, someone's going to get the drop on you, you know, you're not expecting somebody to just pull a gun out on you fucking, you know. Yeah. And then what are you going to be? You're going to be John oh, yeah. Wayne. No, if got the other gun, guy you're has you're a like, gun too, oh, it's up? not, kind behind of behind your, your back and then you pull your gun out and say, like, eh. yeah. you know, best thing to do is look at them like you're the, like you're going to kill them. And then they'll be like, no, I'm going to go for the next week, bitch that comes out that looks
3: at the ground. I got a uh, almost diametrically different approach. Most of the time, <laughs> if they were cool enough, I'd just go to the ATM and give them 20 bucks. Uh, you're, you're a mark.
4: I've done, I've done that before. I used to back when I lived in Murfreesboro, it started people would ask for like change money and cigarettes because I lived in like this shitty part, like right actually ironically, right across the street from the MTSU campus, and then with I it, used it to was give like them a, money <laughs> I gave them some Go money ahead. and some cigarettes, and they, they just like it was like bees, like flies to shit, you know, they just it, it, I was like I yeah. started realizing like, I can't give cigarettes. I'm poor, I can't afford to give this whole neighborhood and a half around me cigarettes because they would just all start flocking to my house.
0: I used to do it a long time ago when there was like really homeless people, you know, and I, and what, what I would usually do is give them food. I'd be like, mm, you know, Hey, mm-hmm. I'll buy you some food or something. Mm. Uh, but now it's, it's, you can tell they're dressed nice. They got fucking cell phones and shit.
3: Yeah. dude. The, the restaurants in Minneapolis, they don't like that. It's like, Hey, I'm going to just buy this person a to go meal. And uh, I kind of got some gruff from this one particular place
0: in well, downtown
3: Minneapolis. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know, I mean, they're. I got money, they got a hungry belly, like, just give them the fucking food and let them leave, like, what What does it matter? I remember I was uh, down by the border doing some work, and
0: uh, I went into a, a convenience store, and when I came out, uh, uh, actually, before I went in, this guy's out there, and he's like, oh, you got any money, man, uh, you know, blah, 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 you know, sad story, and I was like, no, I, I don't, man, but then I went in, and, and they had a bunch of food, and I was like, you know what, I'll buy him a burger and, like, some water, because it's hot as fuck, and then I came out, he's like, I don't want that. <laughs> you got any money? And I'm like, dude, what the- I mean, at least take the water. It's like 110 out here. Uh, so, yeah, these people are just fucking scamming, dude. Yeah. That's all it is. It becomes they, a job.
4: I've seen, yeah, I've seen panhandlers, like, you know, people do, like, on YouTube, like, a to catch a predator type thing, except it's panhandler scammers. Like, people panhandle and then they'll go jump in, like, a nice car, like, a way nicer car than mine. Or, like, sometimes <laughs> yeah. they'll even have, like, a house that they live in. Shit. <laughs> it's yeah, like a lot of these yeah. panhandlers, you're right. It's like a full time job for them.
0: The real fear for me is that it all, most of the time, that's how they mug you. Is they starts with, "Hey, you got a dollar?" And then they see, you. like, "Cause I'm telling you, it's a big deal now. Like, mugging people, it's not as uh, lucrative as it used to be because people don't have cash on them.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's it's true. like it's a way to find out do you have cash on you. And once they see you pull that wallet out and that you got cash on you, now they know, okay, this is not going to be a waste of time if I fucking mug this guy
4: yeah well i mean where are people coming up to you like is it in a public place with other people around it's always you outside
0: just, convenience stores dude it's always outside liquor stores convenience stores it's and people always are, where they're hanging out
4: people are mugged like people get mugged in broad daylight in front of other witnesses
0: they usually wait till nighttime. when you go during the day there's nobody there but you go at night there's usually one fucking shady ass dude just hanging around the side of the store
4: hey psst, hey you got a dollar man I just no keep like thinking you of the that. John Boy and Billy. Is that show on the radio over there too? Hey, big man, let me hold a dollar.
0: No, I think we got that. Um, the Adam Billy Billy Sandler Billy whatever Adam Adam, Sa-
4: Adam Billy Madison, Madison.
0: <laughs> Billy Madison show.
4: Uh, it's like like the Adam Sandler movie Billy Madison.
0: Yeah, yeah, he just he, yeah. Huh. But they're, I think they're like you know they go out to a lot of different markets, but yeah, that's the one we got here.
4: I'm gonna give a. Uh, I don't know why. I just now thought of this. I'm gonna give Y12 a call and see if they uh, got that fire out yet.
3: Y12, who's that?
4: That's the uh, Oakridge Labs Y12 Security Complex. Oh, okay, cool. This is the media. This is the media inquiry oh, sorry. number. Attention number five seven okay, well, six. Well, that's uh, that sucks it's all uh, I'll try to try the um we think <laughs> the a job getting, ap- the job application number maybe they're probably
0: getting flooded with
4: calls right now
5: <laughs> yeah that was That's the media like- that was
4: the media phone line let me try the uh primary site contact this one doesn't work i mean yeah it's it's also a government thing i mean i when the irs owed me money i i added tallied up over 70 hours on hold with them. Oh, it's insane you
2: have reached the y-12 national security complex in oak ridge well, Tennessee. she
0: clearly didn't take the Please freaking test.
2: The directory <laughs> of primary site contacts yeah. press one for verification of employment press two for employment press three for benefits press four for partnerships press five for procurement
4: i want to get a partnership press with-
2: six for socioeconomic, which, which, the,
4: which one do
0: I press if press I want to test the uranium for
2: technology transfer?
4: Technology
0: press transfer
2: Press eight for media inquiries. Press start to repeat eight. this menu.
4: I will press that's going to take me back to the first number I called. Probably,
2: please hold.
4: I'm holding.
1: So let me as succinctly and calmly as I can explain what's currently happening.
4: He's going to get me put on a list. I'm sorry. Probably. Extension number. Oh, yeah. oh well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely
0: list material. Yeah. Well, couldn't get a hold of We can get you put on a list these days. Oh, yeah, you know, will suck the dick mama, mama, mama. Complain about the school and being too woke? Oh, you're a domestic terrorist, boy. Yeah. We got it. You're a dick.
4: Got some what new shithole. Got some new jink ISOs. Well, that's like his opinion, man. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Well, that's the. That's that's all I got on Y12. Um. I do. I do have. What are that, you upset about? I do have all that Waffle House news left. You guys want to get into yeah. some Waffle House stuff. That makes me hungry just saying the word Waffle House. You like, you them, What do you get them, smothered, covered, and chunked? <clears throat>
0: um, I like the chili and cheese, whichever. That's smothered and covered, right?
4: I think. I don't know. It's been so long since it, I've been at Waffle House. I didn't yeah, know you could get chili and cheese on
0: there. Yeah, yeah. Smothered and covered, I'm pretty sure. And um, some eggs with some cheese on top with a little salsa on there. With some toast. That's pretty good. I, I love, I do. I love Waffle House. I don't know if it's gone downhill like everything else, but back in the day when I was in Waffle House territory, I would eat there every day for breakfast.
4: Well, what did you always get the hash browns? Oh yeah,
0: always got the hash browns. I, last some time bacon. I was there, I
4: got the uh, the the Philly whatever it is the um Philly cheesesteak like, on te- it's like on Texas toast patty melt maybe is what it was.
0: I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty good too. But um, they should. They should bring
3: back smoking in Waffle House.
0: I'm sure they do in some states, right? You can still smoke in some states, can you? Yeah, you can uh, smoke bars, in bars and whatnot.
3: Yeah. yeah, but I don't think if if there's food, probably not. There I'm are a couple of bars to...
4: around here where they serve like awesome chicken tenders and like even steak and stuff, and you can smoke in there. Yeah, but it's it's a 21 and up venue though. You can't eat there if you're not 21. Is
0: that that's Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah, you can't smoke in bars here. Unless it's weed, then no one
3: gives a shit, usually. San Antonio? Yeah, I mean, people smoke weed everywhere, dude. The uh, There's that metal bar, Bonds 007 in San Antonio. I always really enjoyed.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Some really great uh, wall tags. At that spot. Bonds 007. I don't think I've ever been there. <clears throat> Sounds <clears> like, like, like a James Bond a, reference. It's a... Uh, it's a heavy metal bar. Uh, it's got a big wraparound bar on the inside, and uh, one of the owners went through and tagged a bunch of hand-drawn band logos and clear-coated the whole thing. Um, it's cool. I mean, the whole the whole interior—it's just done up in art. Yeah. Uh, heavy metal, Iron Maiden, Misfits, uh, King Diamond. That's, uh, I bet you it shut down during COVID and never reopened. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Did that have, uh, does uh, the
4: comedy store reopen or is it just not relived as glory days? I, I heard that COVID kind of shut that down.
0: Yeah, it's it's reopened, but um yeah, I mean Joe's not there. A lot of the a lot of the guys moved to Austin that were there regularly. You know, so instead of like Tom Segura, you get Brendan Schaub. <laughs> and, and, but uh yeah, I mean I'm sure they're still doing all right.
4: Dude, um Brendan Walsh has done like a three part series now on the World Record Park podcast, just deconstructing Brendan Schaub's humor. He calls it like Brendan, no, no. Brendan versus Brendan or something, and it's just yeah. like, dude, he's like, he's he's like, I he's he's fully upfront that this a lot of this comes from just jealousy because Brendan Walsh is kind of been not quite Sam Hyde level blacklisted, but he's definitely been uh, he's pissed off like most of the comedy scene in Hollywood crowd. Yeah, uh,
0: did but, you see that? Uh, like his ex, the guy that used to work for him, the, the the I think they call him the Big Gay Lion. Somebody used to call him that. They worked yeah. for Walsh. No, that worked for Brendan Schaub.
4: Oh, <laughs> he's coming oh, yeah. out
0: just like blowing all the blowing everything up, talking about how terrible Brendan is. And it's funny because before, when he worked for him, he was like constantly defending him, but then now he's just like throwing him under the bus every ten seconds. But yeah, Brendan Schaub, um, I I kind of feel bad for him.
4: <laughs> the CTE is a big aspect of that. You know? Yeah,
0: I, I think. Yeah, he's. I don't think there's. He's not that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a Brendan Schaub hater, but yeah, I'm not a fan
4: of his comedy either. I don't give a shit. I think... Uh, hey, actually, you know what? That, that reminds me, though. Do you have any inside baseball on why Ben left the Tim Dillon podcast? Not really. Um, I still I haven't been able to, to find any kind of reason.
3: Well, oh, I wasn't I mean, aware of that.
4: Yeah, I
0: mean, there, there was some stuff that came out. Let me try to remember, because it was a while back. But basically, Tim... Um. Ben, okay. You remember uh, the guy? Fuck. What's that guy's name from um from the full send it crew, the Noek boys, the guy that got banned off YouTube.
4: I've heard the names, but I I'm not familiar.
0: Now he's got that big Rumble deal, and uh, he always goes around like doing gambling sponsorships and just gives money away while he's ripping everybody off with the, the gambling sponsorships. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, God, I forget his name. Anyway, he said he got banned, and Ben made a joke in his comment in the twitter comments to to the to the post where he was saying he got banned off youtube and he was like whoa you're a racist or some shit like that and it's like an inside joke that's gone back and forth between the two of them for a long time and then tim started like berating him about it on the air and seemed like really pissed off that he would say that and ben was kind of confused because he's like this is our humor you know this is what we do this is just a joke and um so yeah i think um tim really went after him hard and ben was just like fuck this shit there probably was um you know, a little bit of the inside joke was Tim would always kind of shit on Ben. Yeah. Was, you know. You say, like, maybe,
4: I, I pay you very well, way more than you and your family deserve, you and your stupid family. Yeah, <laughs> But yeah. I think it was always tongue-in-cheek, I thought. Maybe
0: yeah, but, you know, maybe after years of that, there was a problem there. So, I mean, clearly there was some sort of divide going on. But, you know, so, yeah, so I think Ben left because he just wanted to do his own thing. And he was tired of all that shit, tired of um, working with him, I guess. I don't know. I don't know the exact details, but... I know it all happened after uh, Ben jokingly called that dude a racist and Tim didn't see the humor in it and kind of gave him a talking. Oh, <laughs> my God. Ben's doing his own <laughs> show now. It's doing pretty well.
1: well. That's like his opinion,
0: man.
4: Yeah, I've watched a little bit of Ben's show. He's pretty cool.
0: Like it's, it's pretty funny. He's got, a good, he's got a, like some funny guys on there. And you know he got a lot of people to follow him on Patreon. So it worked out pretty well
4: that's good. I have something I also need to ask you about, Pink Trip. As a Texas man, I, I have this article from Southern Living. Texans eat pickles at the movie theater, and they're surprised to learn no one else does.
0: Yeah, I mean, pickles is like, it's like you have that at most, like, a lot of theaters are basically concession stands. Like, you go to any concession stand, there's usually pickles, right?
4: Oh, no, I've never seen pickles at a concession stand, <laughs> never at a movie I mean, theater, I- either.
0: I guess we like pickles more. I'm not a big pickle fan, but I know a lot of people love pickles and they're constantly eating pickles. And so, yeah, I mean, you just have that big jar of pickles, you know, that big old jar thingy. It's like a big ass jar of pickles and you get a pickle.
3: Tickle, tickle. Here comes these pickles.
0: Why wouldn't you sell something easy like that if people want it?
4: So I just,
0: I guess so easy. (laughs) Yeah. You just pull it out and put it in a little, little baggie and you got yourself a pickle.
4: I just don't understand. I guess. I, I don't know. I've never seen. I, I mean, we have moonshine pickles here, so we got the bread and butter, and then the big tall pickles, and it's soaked in the hundred-proof moonshine, and you eat the. You can just eat the pickles out of there and get a buzz. Those are pretty yeah. good, but I've never seen anything pickle-related at a movie theater. Well,
0: yeah, I mean they just they sell pickles. They got the most concession stands in, in America do like they have a. It's all the like dill pickles, you know, the big fat, big round ones. And, yeah, they just you want a pickle go for it <laughs> just, i guess if there's demand for something they're going to sell it i guess more people i didn't realize people ate more pickles in
4: texas than everywhere else or i don't know there's a tweet in this article yeah. from southern living that says and it's in all caps it says "Yo, i just got a pickle at a movie theater they asked if i wanted the juice drained texas is cool
0: <laughs> yeah i think pickles are a little stupid for a theater you got to go with um, nachos or a hot dog or popcorn that's not how you open a can of pickles. <laughs> yeah, I'm a nachos at the theater guy. That's my favorite thing. Eh,
4: nachos rule. Yeah, I... Uh... But
0: now they use those little, the, the little, like, bullshit packets that you have to open. Like, screw that. No, you're supposed to use the big old thing of nacho cheese and just pour it all over the nachos.
4: It's It's insane to me the price of, like... Maybe this is something that I just didn't notice till after COVID. Going, I've only been to the movies twice since 2020. Going again to see Cocaine Bear, because I'm real excited for that. That's going to be good. <laughs> uh, that's also a local story here. That's a, that's a true story in Knoxville. Coke yeah, fell out of a plane kinda, and buried it.
0: The movie's kind of not a real retelling of it. From what no, I don't. It's you know, based wait, on you're, a true story. You're telling,
4: me, you're telling me that that bear didn't really jump into the back of a speeding ambulance in real life?
0: is that what happens in the movie? He's no, in the trailer what I understand. <laughs> the, the dude dropped a bunch of, you know, he was being chased uh by the federal whatever and he just dropped all these bags of cocaine out of the plane and then jumped out. And then the guy that was um smuggling the cocaine ended up dying on the on the parachute trip to the ground. And uh yeah, the bear just stumbled on the the the, the cocaine and ate it and then they found him dead like a month later. Like that's the whole story. And they're like, "Oh, the cocaine must have ate the bear." But yeah, I would make it like cocaine ate the bear.
4: bear. I didn't hear that part of the story. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it, it
3: did hey, at the end you, of the day, you don't do cocaine. <laughs> cocaine does you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much. Anyway,
4: I'm going to. Uh, that's the first movie I've been excited for for a while.
0: Isn't that um, Ray Liotta's last movie?
4: Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, poor guy. That's a... I wonder. I wonder.
4: I wonder what killed him. Mm, there's no telling, but I have. I have some theories. Yeah, yeah, me too. Same thing, with...
2: Everybody. Oh Jesus!
4: See, this is going to be great. There's like a bear.
2: What is that?
4: Do you think this is going to be legitimately like a horror movie or like a comedy? Like, how's their?
1: This is crack cocaine.
4: I
0: think it's going to be like a comedy action movie. But I don't. I think if you're going to go with the storyline that the bear does cocaine and becomes like a super duper predator, (laughs) that's just all coked out. Uh, I hopefully, hopefully they went really far with it because that should be like the whole movie should just be that bear's rampage and trying to stop it.
4: I mean, it, it, I think that's what it is.
1: I believe that the federal government should give people cocaine with marijuana. I do cocaine.
0: I have a feeling it's not going to be. It's going to be just a side, a side story.
4: They called they the movie "Cocaine." <laughs> 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 have, you, have you seen title the trailer? You can have
0: everything's clickbait now even movies got to clickbait you in but have yeah you i've seen, seen the trailer
4: yeah see it looks like a bear doing it looks like a bear on a r- cocaine rampage
0: yeah i bet you he dies like the, the bear dies like 30 45 minutes in
4: then what dude if that happens i'm walking out unless there's like a bunch of unless like you know his cocaine bear cub like his son gets revenge and just does a bunch of cocaine to go avenge his father that'd be cool something like that yeah that's probably the sequel <laughs>
1: the bear it
4: fucking did cocaine yeah see that's gonna be great i'm excited <laughs> i don't get excited for things especially movies let me have this one
0: yeah i need to go see a movie again they it's don't make good movies anymore when's the
4: last time you saw a good movie
0: um they do occasionally i don't know if they're in the theaters though like there's been a couple good ones there's there's one that i want to see like the lighthouse i think it's called with uh, william defoe that one came out recently. Um,
3: got uh, Robert Pattison in it, I believe, as well.
0: Yeah, uh, everything I've heard about it is it's an amazing movie. I've, heard, it's yeah, I've very heard good things. Unique. So there's still some out there, but I don't know if those movies are getting to the theaters. The only thing that gets to the theaters are the, you know, the Marvel crap movies.
4: Marvel and, and a there's a Marvel movie every week and a horror movie every two weeks, and that's pretty much all we get.
0: Yeah, and the horror movies suck. Yeah, everything sucks, dude. It yeah, just everything
3: a, sucks. Friend that was in a, acted and produced in a movie called Condors Nest, and he heads to South America to hunt down Nazis that escaped Germany in the nineteen forties, and he ends up going toe to toe against the fucking mummy.
4: <laughs> I I heard your interview with him. Uh, I'm excited. Is, is uh, there a release
3: date on that? It's out. It's out now. Oh crap! We need to have a uh, watch Arnold Vuzelo? I yeah. I gotta get that side tube thing back up. We got a. uh a self-hosted tool that allows us to watch a synced video, uh, anything that we wanted to upload you know, per se, just some movie that fell off the back of a truck. Right. But, um, it's cool because we put that video into that one stream and then it, it syncs it for anybody that's in that room watching. You don't have to sit there and like do any of that dumb shit of trying to screen. Okay. Share. One, two, three. Well, yeah, we'll screen <laughs> share. We'll all hit play on, the on the same, same go. Um, yeah. It's cool. We, uh, I actually want to get um, I want to find some Wrestlemania and uh, use that for like a post-production watch party type thing. I think that'll be cool. Yeah.
4: Uh, oh, by the well, um, oh, also the, his movie, is there a way to buy it? Like where he's going to get part of that money? Or how does that work? Because I'd buy it. Uh, let me, getting paid a little, little chunk of that.
3: Let me, uh, I'll look into it for you. I'll, I'll link whatever I find.
4: I did also have to mention that uh, my Albi wallet's up and working, and we had a Boostagram come in yesterday Hell from yeah, you did. behind the schemes, Blueberries Podcast, for 17,420 sats. Satoshis. And there's a bunch of little ones from anonymous people going back for like a month since I've checked that I don't know who they are, as far as I can tell. It just says user, then a bunch of numbers, different numbers. Did
3: you there. get that uh, that Saturn front end thing? Uh, yeah, it's got
4: a, synced up. Well, it's got a link. It's showing me a link to download the zip file with that boostergram. Is that what we're talking about? Oh
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the uh, so that's the zip, uh, zip file of all of the Biden ISOs from yesterday.
4: Oh yes, nice. We all need to mask up. Um, uh,
3: yeah. Which I should say, I did uh, write this show up into a live item tag. Uh, so I got uh, Sir Sir Seat Sitter and myself. Written into that split for this episode, pulled up some of that classic uh, <laughs> George Bush abs in a six-pack Gif art.
4: Oh, that was a good one you made. Yeah.
3: So uh, uh, live in app lit.
4: Yeah, you're so far ahead of the ball with this 2.0 stuff. Where like I'm, I'm, I'm like just playing catch up with you and Spencer and everybody else. Um, My
0: meeting got canceled, so I can go later than 4:45.
4: Okay, yeah, I probably won't. We probably won't go too much later in that, anyway, because, like I said, I got another show that I got to do some last minute stuff on. But, but yeah, I don't know. Um,
3: I, don't, I I, I do. I want to ask Ping a, a question because there was something that I was i I probably was aware of this, but had forgotten it at some point. Can you confirm that YouTube pulls thirty percent of the super chat?
0: Yeah, they do.
3: <clears throat> That's w- disgusting. Uh, I so I I I tuned in yesterday to uh to 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 the stream that you and Sir Seats that are did and the podcast in 2.0 stuff had come up and I there's some clarifications I just want to make for you because I
4: probably did a bad pitch.
3: <laughs> as a whole this is this is a upgrade to RSS tags. Your RSS feed is a text file That just points to every one of the MP3 files or video files that you upload, right? And what podcasting 2.0 is, is the addition of new features that you can add to said RSS feed. So you can opt into that Bitcoin stuff or choose not to, but you can do things like the chapters, you can do transcripts, there's cross app comments. So what they're trying to do with that particular one is you go to one of the apps that has comments. You comment there. You can go to a different app from a different provider and still see those same comments. Um, so it's just um, new features, basically. Yeah, yeah that's it.
4: I think one of the coolest ones that I'm hoping more podcast apps will implement is the live item tag where it, you get a notification in your podcast app that this podcast is live and you can listen to it live through your podcast app. Yeah, yeah, no doubt
0: about
3: it. That's cool. That's uh that live item tag, it actually just hit its one year anniversary. So Podverse, uh, it'll send you that notification. You can open it. It's got the live stream link there. There's a chat room. Um f- they in particular use IRC. Uh, but there's different um dude, IRC's still around. Yeah, oh, IRC. We're all is using hands
4: IRC down. chat rooms, yeah.
3: <laughs> dude it it is the IRC irc is is it's a platform that fundamentally changed my perspective on interacting on the internet yeah and uh irc is a huge component for our show we have super chats that are it's it's done up almost like a super chat there is a boost bot in the chat that relays the messages and the values of the boostergrams, grams or those micro payments of bitcoin and it's written up so that certain amounts will trigger certain sound effects um so okay. as as the show goes someone sends in like sixty uh, six thousand six hundred sixty six six thousand six hundred and sixty six sats uh it will fire a little piece of code that will murder a goat yeah and it shows up in the in the IRC. Chad's like, "Oh, boost a goat six thousand six hundred sixty six sats from Circer Seat Sitter with his little message." And then all... it
4: murders it murders a goat. Well, play. Do you have the goat sound as an example to play?
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Not really murders a goat. No. <laughs> what are you
3: talking about? I was like, this
0: sounds like some dirty stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, I used to use IRC all the time, but like back in my early. 20s when i was trying to be a pro gamer all of that shit was done through uh well merc which is just irc a different i forget all about that shit but that was a lot of fun man create your own little your own little space on there and everybody hangs out
4: yeah we all you the zero node which is void Zero's one he made for no agenda but most of the shows on the no agenda stream have their own little uh uh, zero node irc
1: channel
3: Mm Hmm. i'm and ping i'm really glad that you're brought that up because i think on a grander scale um i, I mean h- how much have you looked into self-hosting your content uh just taking full ownership and dominion over um you know your rss feed taking ownership of uh, any sort of chat room type deal
0: yeah not really i mean locals it's about all i've done so far like, locals, you can kind of do a stream inside locals, even if it's public, but it can have, like, you know, the locals chat for people in locals.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, every time I try any of these things, it's just, it becomes, it's, like, impossible to get anybody to go anywhere. They just all want to be on YouTube.
3: That yeah. And that, on a, on a big scale, that is the problem. That people, I feel like, don't tune into YouTube for the actual material that they're watching. So many people are just dazzled and uh entrapped in the just the the youtube platform as a whole they just yes, want the to be algorithm. on youtube to you and i mean fuck the algorithms i just that's what it, it
0: is they're like youtube just keeps serving them shit and they'll just keep going where youtube tells them to go
4: yeah it's, gonna, you, the youtube you can just waste whole your whole day on there like that's the thing about youtube is it's easy like people just get on youtube and that's all they look at is youtube so it yeah it's hard when, and when inevitably
3: they're, they're they're going to get to the point where they're going to start charging people to upload content to them. And after that, it's game over. And um, I'd honestly I,
0: rather have that. I'd rather fucking pay YouTube and them actually treat me like, let me do my own fucking thing and not treat me like a piece of shit. Like
4: if you paid a flat fee to YouTube, but they just didn't fuck with you at all once you did that?
0: Yeah, and then you, we'd get rid of a lot of garbage content for <laughs> people that don't want to pay. you know, I, I'd rather it be a paid fucking service, to be honest, than what it is now. But, yeah, the problem with the, with the people on YouTube is they, you tell them, hey, man, YouTube is a the problem. They keep throttling and demonetizing. They're like, oh, have you tried Odyssey? Have you tried BitChute? Have you tried this and that? And I'm like, well, have you tried it, you fucking asshole? Dude,
4: BitChute's and, search engine is so broken, like it's no impossible one, to find stuff.
0: None of these sites are going to work until the people using YouTube, like the viewers, are the ones that move. You know, But like the viewer, move.
3: those viewer numbers, that only... That only counts in terms of advertising and even then advertising numbers are all fake and gay like dinosaurs in space.
0: Yeah, everything's yeah. fake and gay these days. <laughs> it um, is yeah, so but, easy
4: yeah, to it's... just to, to fudge those uh advertiser numbers and view counts. Kind of like wouldn't Teesprings doing that back with their YouTube channel when they were
3: And they get the... caught over and over again. Yeah. I mean it's not it's, so it's not uncommon.
4: YouTube,
0: you think the YouTube views are like um
4: artificially inflated by YouTube?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: or by or by um just bots or artificially people hire. suppressed yeah, or, or artificially, artificially,
3: either yeah. way yeah either yeah. way
4: but i mean people, it, you, can, it, you can bot farm out like you can pay for a ton of subscribers or pay for a bunch of views and then that boosts you up into the algorithm there's you can game yeah the YouTube I've heard, system. i heard
0: that works real well for twitch because twitch has no like discovery system unless you have people watching mm-hmm. so if you have people watching then it'll push you up to where like people can find you so people will just pay to get like twenty bot followers, just so they they can move up and actually be found by other people. But um, it's a, from my understanding, it's a slippery slope. It's not not a really good idea to do that. But
3: it, yeah, no, it's, I've heard
0: that big time Twitch people have that's how they got their start, or at least that's the the conspiracy theory. I wouldn't but, doubt it.
3: Well, but I mean, the 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 fundamental problem with all of these Twitch, YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, Rockfin, all of them, it's all a singular centralized location that people will upload their shit to and they they have every right to but they are the ultimate arbiters of making bullshit fake rules that they don't have to hold to everybody they'll just you know finger pick the ones that they want to fuck with it's because they are a centralized platform um
0: i mean i would think if we you know if if we if you know we could do anything about it there should be just we, some sort of regulation we already did that though follow. that's
3: the thing they are in the death rattle it's yeah. it's here um yeah. they just don't even know it yet i mean it's you
0: know what's funny is like youtube is getting sued right now for their algorithm right they're getting sued because they served up ISIS videos and it's gone to the supreme court and it's all a bunch of democrats that are like they're going to they'll take it to the supreme court so that they can fucking make uh, YouTube and all these social media sites like sweat so that they can just get them to censor more people. Like, It's not going to the Supreme Court how they keep censoring people for their political speech, but it is going to the Supreme Court about how, oh, YouTube served an ISIS video and somebody got radicalized, and now we need to reform Section 230. And all the reforms that they're going to do are just going to make free speech even less.
4: I've, I, I kind of hope that hap- I'm hoping that that I mean, this is kind of a cynical way to look at it, but I'm kind of excited to see YouTube and Facebook and Google and all these people just censor and censor and <clears throat> make it so bad to where everybody just is so sick of it that they all just abandon ship and go to alternative uh, platforms Yeah, but the
0: alternatives are going to be bound by these new this new section two thirty where they're going to be right. forced they're forced to fucking moderate everything, and you know the government's going to be able to just come in there and go, "Well, we don't like this guy's speech, get rid of him
3: but know, how perfect- how how could you hold my feet to the fire to self-moderate my content that is hosted on my server
0: yeah i mean i don't know they, they'll they create a fucking law to do it though if they want to but you know in a perfect world you would um update section 230 to make the platform edit editor uh distinction more the platform publisher distinction you know more clear like if you're calling yourself a platform for people to post their content yeah you shouldn't be held liable for the content they post But you also should be having to follow the narrow, the narrowest, narrowest of rules to when you can actually remove somebody like they have to actually break the fucking law. Or if you're like, hey, you you don't want to be a triple X site and somebody uploads pornography. Then, yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody's going to have a problem with that kind of stuff being removed. But no, it's all going in the direction of like, hey, big tech, you better fucking listen to us Democrats or we're going to come down on you. That's what it all comes down to is Democrats controlling these big tech sites and just trying to shut down anything that they don't like that helps that does that's going to uh, impede their ability to get elected
3: but i just but, I, I do not foresee a situation where you can shut down a decentralized network
4: that's what i was about to a federated ask you network Boobry, what, what, do you understand cuz i don't i'm not <clears throat> i'm not smart enough to understand exactly how the blockchain works but when dick masterson is talking about they designed back dot to where no one not him not any of the people that created it can remove content even if it's illegal, even if the authorities tell them to remove it, nothing on back.by can be removed. Is that In true? And if so, how does that work?
3: I'm assuming it's like the it's similar to the PodPing uh, which is a, a Hive blockchain. That's how the um, they're writing updates to podcast feeds. Um, so I, without knowing too much about it, I guess it sounds like something where they're writing the uh, some sort of episode data or content to these stable coins.
4: So if so if that's I mean if if that's all true and that's how it's working, then that would be um, like they they that literally can't be stopped like unless like I said to you Pink Trip last night, unless like we have an EMP then all the all the shitcoin, the Bitcoin, and the blockchain stuff, content uploaded on there becomes useless, obviously, but so does your uh, the, cell phone. But.
0: The government makes a law that it's illegal to use these things because they could just lobby for, for years on end about how dangerous it is and how criminal activities being done on these these uh, blockchains and how por- uh, child porns on these blockchains and terrorists yeah. are on these blockchains. And then everybody's like, oh, this is dangerous. And then it becomes illegal and they'll lock you up if you use the blockchain.
4: So, <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I it's I mean yeah that's I, how I, that seems unenforceable though that seems about as enforceable as the war on drugs like
3: people still do right. well, you would have to you would have to single single uh oh my god you would have to track down every single person that's got a Raspberry Pi sitting on their desk running a Bitcoin node and that's a lot of people well I mean it would this Just would be systematically, systematically a track them down you know
0: this would be like a dystopian hellhole where the government would, would do something like this, but you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility with the way they're going. Yeah. But no, yeah. I, I get you. I get you. I, I mean, I'm not a, a um, real savvy on all the ins and outs. I mean, I understand like they wouldn't be able to remove it. It'd be unremovable, but if they go after the users and, and make the, just make it illegal for you to use it, you know, like they've done. With what was that Terrence
4: quote? They banned, if they could make sex illegal, they would. Yeah, I just, I just don't think it's enforceable um, to, to do that on a, like, the amount of, I mean, what's the percentage of the U.S. population that has cryptocurrency? It's well, I mean, over what 30%, if, right?
0: What if they can just jump in the NSA satellites and, like, find some way to, like, detect if you're using that shit, you know? That's whatever. why you get a
4: VPN. Oh, I, don't even, I don't even think <laughs> okay. VPNs work. I think VPNs are employed by the NSA to make you think, like, you're un, uh, not being tracked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a hack, you know, a, a way to undo whatever the VPN does.
4: Servo said, um, in regards to buy or any any similar uh, thing, he said, they they can gain, they, I'm assuming, means uh, the government, they can gain control of 51% of the network nodes and rewrite the ledger, but everyone running a home node is fighting against that. So So he's
3: talking about the 51 Yeah, Yeah, he's talking about if a singular institution was able to garner control of... Over 51% of the Bitcoin nodes that are out there exist, like the physical nodes, in, they, they could rewrite that, that ledger, that whole blockchain, and then they could, you know, fuck with it just like the Federal Reserve. However, you would have to systematically track down 51% of the physical nodes out there in the world, and that's a lot. I mean, there's one right behind me in the other room.
4: Yeah. We got a Raspberry Pi.
3: Mhm. Yeah. They on one of the Bitcoin balloons show. they shut down, right? <laughs> the They yeah, had some pico thing.
4: Yeah.
3: Um now uh you have an Odyssey feed, right? Ping trip? Yeah. Let me I'm going to take a look at that cuz the uh, the one of the podcast apps that I linked to, sorry, in Twitter, uh you can actually upload RSS feeds from Odyssey and that podcast app will play video in app. Um, I just, I want to share that with you and check it out and see what you think about it. Cause I got like, uh, some meat Canyon stuff like that, that I'll, Mm -hmm. that I'll watch in, uh, in, in the podcast app. Um, that's looking at the whole picture. That's what the podcasting 2.0 is, is a new series of features that are enabled on a whole slew of new apps. So if you. If you go to podcastapps.com or nudepodcastapps.com, it'll show you all of the all the ones that are playing along. And there's like eighty of them, so it's going to be your podcast hosts. It's going to be players. It's going to be. um, And this has all
4: come up in the next in within like less than two years, maybe one year, right? Like since the the project was started. So.
3: It's about two it's, years, yeah.
4: Yeah, so it's in beta stage, but <clears throat> I definitely think no, no, no. What, stuff what is, like that what is, is going to be beta in beta stage?
3: Well, I don't understand what beta stage means.
4: Well, I guess it's in beta stages, and it's not... Uh, I guess it'll never stop evolving, though, so I guess that's... Uh, maybe beta stage is the right way, but it's not a finished product yet, but maybe that's it never will be. It'll keep getting improved. I guess you could say YouTube well, is in beta stage by that uh, <laughs>
3: it, It's <laughs> an open-source project, so anybody right. that wants to come aboard and write something specifically that they want to see they have that ability to do that it's um you know so like let's say some dipshit wants to be like oh you know i want to pull i want to i want to do the podcast in 2.0 but i don't want any hate speech so they can go through they can they can download the entirety of the podcast index which is at the core of the project they can split it off they can hand curate pull out all the shit that they don't want to deal with and then release their own. And they're more than welcome to do that. Uh, and then they can have their own apps that they run based off of that censored index. And, you know, it's a party forum, uh, albeit a really lame, shitty party. But that is the nature of f- free and open source projects. You That's kind of how Mastodon's
4: gone with a lot of nodes, right?
3: <clears throat> uh, yeah, kind of wall, I mean, Mastodon. Ma- gardens. Uh, oh, yeah, the Fetty blocks and whatnot um yeah and the the problem is is you just when you censor to that degree you are cutting yourself off from the vine and you you're more than welcome to do that but it's going to be a a lonely island by the time you're you're done with it and that is reflected in all of these fetty blocks that you see where you have activity pub instances just mass banning accounts because they Practice free speech. You're posting the wrong memes. You're talking about fucking vaccines. We're just going to block all you know 300 people that exist here in this on this uh, s- server, and um, God, it's just such a waste of time trying to shut people up. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think the biggest hurdle with all this stuff is where are the people? The people, you know,
3: the people.
0: I, I, you're trying to create like you're trying to make a living off making content. It's just a hobby. Who cares how many people listen to you? You're doing it for fun. But if you're trying to make a living, you need a lot of people to see your shit.
4: I mean, there's know? a lot of, um, the podcast apps are getting a lot of ear holes. They're not eyeballs necessarily. Cause it's audio, but yeah, I mean, people, a lot of people are listening to podcasts. So it's, um,
0: but I see a lot of podcasts that get nothing.
4: Yeah. Well, <laughs> like you're on like one. Ten, 10 views. Well, not, Yeah. Mine's not well, that nah, long, you, <laughs>
0: I mean, if you're doing 100 like, people listening, like that's at least a start. But some people, they're posting podcasts, and they'll get like, no views, literally. So like, you got to go where – that's the thing about YouTube. Like You can say all you want about it, but YouTube will surface your shit to people and find you an audience.
4: I guess I never anyway. – I, I abandoned the YouTube um, ambition just from day one just because yeah. I knew right away that the topics that we cover on this show would, would not last a week on YouTube.
0: Yeah, I think you should do like just like what a lot of people do. Like YouTube is the great like kind of to promote your shit. So you do maybe one kind of episode where you go easy, you know, you try to not get yourself banned or yada yada. And that can help you bring in new people for the rest of your shows that are not on YouTube. You know,
4: doing your YouTube streams has definitely given me good practice to um, be on my best behavior. So the last three years I've gotten so used to being able to just run my mouth and say anything and everything I want to say.
0: Yeah, it's it's not too hard. It's just there's certain. I mean, it is hard, but it's like it's all all the topics are pretty well known at this point. You know, don't talk about COVID. Don't talk about the vaccine. Don't talk about how they stole the election. Don't talk about you know it's all the the fucking political shit.
4: Don't talk about the and, Jews. You know,
0: don't call somebody gay. <laughs> you call <become laughs> a faggot, right? Me. No, well, I mean, some people still do, you know, but they usually get demonetized if you start doing that. But I know, like, uh, Revenge of the Sith, Nightwave, like Mersh calls people faggots all the time but he's you know he doesn't get to be monetized and that's probably why
5: oh by the way i don't think they like being called fags anymore <laughs> i think nowadays they prefer homos
4: Oh uh, yeah but yeah i don't know um i think i'm excited to see what happens and like i said i just i i think it's gonna take uh just a, a major clampdown of places like youtube for people the rest of the people that haven't already jumped ship to jump ship. I mean, a lot of yeah. people like I'm not the only one. I mean, maybe it's just the circles I run in, but a lot of people I talk to don't really get on YouTube anymore. Like the only yeah. stuff I, I don't watch videos on YouTube, literally a year of one of three people that I'm subscribed to on YouTube that I still watch on YouTube. I watch you. I watch Dick Masterson's live streams. I watch your super cuts. Really, that's about it. Like, I don't really get on YouTube. And I know that's, it's, I'm i not necessarily, I might be in the minority, but I think that that minority is becoming a majority of people, especially if they clamp down more, That are going to go find alternative uh, places. I mean, Rumble is taken off, whether you like, hate or love, but Rumble is taken off, like, big like pretty big.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a lot of people that are already big, though. See, it's, it's the thing about, like, the algorithm is like that double-edged sword. But I probably wouldn't have the audience I have, I'd, I probably have would have zero audience if it wasn't for YouTube's early algorithm, which is still somewhat in effect, even though it's kind of garbage now. That I mean it does a simple thing is measuring the metrics of a video and like how many people like it per watch. You know, like if your video's got a thousand views and it's got like three hundred likes, that's like a thirty percent like to view ratio, or three percent, I don't know, thirty percent. Um, like yeah, this is videos doing this video is doing good Let me find other people who may like this video that are kind of that, that like similar content and then you know you, you measure the, the click-through rate the watch time there are people watching the whole video and you can Like see if a video is doing well and people are liking it And then you can push that video to a larger audience that hopefully is aligned with the topics you know they like the topics you're talking about and boom now you have a big audience that you never would have gotten without that algorithm feeding it to people who who would like it they never would have found it so that's kind of one of these things that the, the, the rumble doesn't really have that yet i think odysseys doesn't bitch you a lot of these sites they don't have that ability to surface content um that is that you know they can uh, they can observe the metrics of that content and go oh this is good let's push this out to more people yeah so like if you don't already have a big audience you're you're, you're really not going to get found on these other sites
3: and a sticker campaign and word of mouth absolutely crushes any chance an algorithm would have to growing um just a, a show a community a production as a whole time and time again
4: yeah i mean if you have, I don't know. <laughs> if you have a hand just like a handful of diehard fans and you sell t-shirts and with it like if you know let's say you have 50 people over the course of a year that bought t-shirts and you give them like 10 or 20 free stickers with those t-shirts to put on stuff. I mean, that's like boots on the ground. That's the only way if the EMP does hit, we're going to get anything going, the ball rolling on anything anyways. Like who's going to see your, your cave drawings if nobody knows to come to the cave.
3: And that shit translates into food. It translates into services. It's because it is free and open. These platforms, the centralized YouTube, uh Inevitably, Odyssey, Rumble, Rockfin They will fall the same way They have proven time and time again That they cannot be trusted As stewards To anything It's a game to them And they have the ultimate They have the keys to the cheese box All the cheese in their box belongs to them
4: But As our good friend Sir Spencer said in summary
3: If you want to be like me, a loser Just go ahead and podcast <laughs> and, and and you can absolutely the the video side of stuff i mean they they've got the live streaming in apps now that's been doable you can self host a live stream you can self host the server for all the videos that's in the in the big picture that's all i'm really advocating for is just taking control of the content and opening it up so that the people that enjoy it are the ones supporting you you don't have to rely on youtube on meta on twitter and and so on and so forth opening it up in like a uh public broadcasting style you know viewers like you um i just i think it really avoids a lot of the the pitfalls of well am i gonna have to worry about saying something uh that's true that has basis in reality that has facts and evidence but we still can't acknowledge it. Um, I think it's
0: all about how, how you know what a lot of that is the size of your audience. Like if you're someone like Timcast and you're doing, you know, 30,000 concurrent viewers every stream, yeah, you can do some damage and 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 build up big uh, memberships and people, you know, but if you're doing 100, 200 viewers like the 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 the, the rate of of people that are going to actually move anywhere or, you know, support <laughs> you by sending you money is is very little i'm amazed like, that tim pool it's has, about four percent it's four uh, percent it's lower for me
3: <laughs>
0: it's lower for me dude well if I, I mean if do, I, do you yeah. do
3: you ask i mean that, and that's I mean, i'm not i guess that's yeah, kind it of it might a, be four percent i haven't done the math but it's, it's very low rough guesstimation but i mean that's that's also um you know that that number comes from people that do routinely ask every episode that they produce for their show, you know, they ask for that support from people, whether it be through the artwork, clips, music, monetary donations, you know, whatever is of value to the person listening to your show, you ask them to return that value. And it's, it can take a while to, I guess, warm people up to it, but you know, somebody that's, that's work. Um, What is it that uh, Curry breaks it down as? Five dollars is worth a lot to some people, and five hundred dollars isn't worth a lot to some people. Well, yeah, it's just whatever.
4: And Pink Trip, you're getting that you're getting like value for value donations in the form of super chats. And Tim Pool, Mm -hmm. the amount of super chats Tim Pool gets is insane to me. And what's even crazier is that he hasn't just started self hosting his videos from his own website and started getting donations where YouTube isn't taking thirty percent of his money. That, like, that's, yeah, that seems, cre- like, the amount of money he would save from, if he would just direct people that, it's like, hey, if you want to keep watching on YouTube and super chatting, that's fine. But Tim Pool has the resources to have his own live streams on his own website, self-hosted, and have the donations be 100% his. Maybe if it's PayPal, well, they there's take 2 also the
0: cost of hosting that kind of content. It's, it's a astronomical cost if you're well, hosting it yourself. That, that is long, true. Long-form video, it's... If you have, You're especially if you have that big of, of dollars it. a month. <clears throat> yeah. That's what yeah, Alex Jones always talks about it. is
4: the, the web hosting yeah. cost for band videos. So, it
0: really, it really is a situation where YouTube is one of the few companies that can do that, that can provide that kind of bandwidth to anybody. Um, and if, if it's, it's a partnership that can work really well if it doesn't get corrupted by, you know, political bullshit, right? So YouTube helps you find your audience constantly keeps you finding new people, building your audience. You're not hidden away um, in a way where the only people that see you are people that already know about you and follow you. I know you say the sticker campaign. I'm sure that can help somewhat, but I, just, I don't think it comes close, you know, especially in this day and age when everybody just wants to be fed shit. Nobody's going out of their way to find anything. Yeah, and people nowadays people are walking around. Look
4: with their Even when they're walking down the street, they're not looking at uh, the stickers on uh, telephone poles. They're <laughs> yeah, looking they're, at their they're cell looking phone. At,
0: they're looking at YouTube or Twitter and whatever that algorithm serving yeah. for them. And when those algorithms are working well, I mean, we've all experienced it when you find some amazing video that you never would have found before. And it keeps doing that for you every day, finding this shit. And you don't even have to go look for it. It just knows what you want. That's a pretty good service. So to me, if we could just and this will never happen because we have a corrupt government. But if we could just have a fucking government that would fix Section 230 and narrow the, 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 the limits of what they can take off and what they what they have to leave on and you know not allow them to censor political opinions and shit like that and you know clear artistic um comedy and yada yada right now they can just do whatever they want you know they're allowed to moderate however they want so they they get the best of both worlds they get to not have to worry about liability from something being posted and they get to remove anything they want so they get to essentially be a platform and a publisher and i mean that's that's the problem they're they're getting their cake and eating it too it's like you you got to make it more strict. If you're a platform and you're going to call yourself a platform, then, yeah, you can't just start yanking everybody. And I mean, maybe a, a fucking uh, Internet Bill of Rights that's like, hey, free speech, you know, should be OK on the Internet. I mean, we should have the same First Amendment rights on the Internet that we do in, you know, in real life because the Internet is now the fucking town square. I yeah, man, I'll think... tell
5: you what—that dang old internet, man. Just going there, click, yeah, you just go on there and click, 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 and talk about and You got na- naked chicks on there, man. You go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Cotton I just can't
3: the... think of any other time that more government intervention on something panned out.
4: Well, if, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, there's inter like um, there, I mean, there's examples of the government saying that you're not allowed to. Uh, I mean, it wasn't 2:30. The original way it was written actually not. It was supposed to work. Like, if you can't be a publisher and a um, a publisher and a and a, and a open platform. platform, yeah. So it's just not. Yeah. T- t- my understanding of two thirty is just not correctly being invor- enforced. But Cotton Gin in no, the no, chat uh,
0: in, in section two thirty, they're allowed to moderate their site. So they're, they're in the it, it, like it has the spirit of trying to distinguish between being a platform and a publisher. But then when you allow them this much room to moderate,
4: they have blue pulse, then
0: yeah. you're you're letting them basically act like a publisher. And then yeah. they can they can create their own rules, like the, like um uh, he said earlier, Barry he said that, well they- cre- they create their own little weird rules that they can apply when they want and when they don't want, and um that that allows them to basically act like a publisher and get all the protections of being a platform and they just they just need to go in there and just make it and yeah, I, I understand what you're saying usually when you have a corrupt government, th- anything they do is not going to make anything better, it's going to make everything worse, and that's the problem, but if you know, in theory, we had um some real like and, like, the the, the Republicans have, um, the, like, the, the, the America First Republicans have the most incentive to do it because they're the ones getting fucked by this the most. So, you know, Trump had the chance to do it, and he just didn't fucking do it because he's a moron. But mm-hmm. um, this affects their ability to get elected. This affects their ability to get their political message out because, yeah, it's, it's you know, one side of the political spectrum that is constantly getting censored and kicked off, and one side that's not. So if if that side was to technically get... The ability, you know, control of Senate and House and everything they needed to to write up some bills, it would be in their fucking interest to enshrine free speech on the internet. Yeah, but it'll probably never happen because elections are all a joke now. So, uh,
3: let's be nice.
0: <laughs> but uh... yeah, I, I hope I, I hope uh, there's another site like that's completely um, decentralized that everybody jumps to. But um. You got to understand how good YouTube is for all the bullshit they do. They 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 that algorithm is 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 an addictive motherfucker. And if yeah, nobody they, can it used to be used that,
4: to be good. Um, It's it's it is, really it,
0: it's still good because there's so many videos like the like the, you'll follow somebody and you'll never get their videos anymore. And you won't notice because you'll get a 100 other great videos and you'll just forget about that person. I don't see
4: that much good shit on there. And I'm well, first of all, yeah. half the people I was subscribed to on YouTube got banned uh, over the last five years. But yeah that's part of what got me off of there but yeah i mean i look around on youtube and i really don't get that many good recommended videos the only good ones that pop up in my recommended are videos that i watched two years ago uh,
0: yeah yeah but cotton and it's, gin it's funny too because youtube makes it easy for the viewer like there's a tab there you go click on subscriptions and you'll see all the content from people you're subscribed to but people can't do that people it drops them on the home page and they don't want to go anywhere else yeah. Um, I get a lot of good shit. I love documentaries. I love, like, those airplane investig- air- airplane crash investigation documentaries. I get, like, every night I have, like, ten new ones that I've never seen that I'm like, oh, let's watch how this plane crashed and how this fucking idiot pilot screwed it up. So I still find great shit on YouTube, you know?
4: Yeah, I don't know. I get on bit shoots so I can learn about the Jews and flat Earth. Well, yeah, it's because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're a terrible person. Yeah.
1: I didn't do fucking shit. I didn't fucking do this. Cotton
4: Gin yeah, in the chat said, uh, "Man, I've never found anything good or anything amazing via suggestions. It's always come from a friend sharing a link or word of mouth." Uh, which I overall agree with, but I will like back the the YouTube algo. I get that it's it. It probably depends on what kind of. I guess maybe the reason it's the content I'm looking for overall isn't allowed on YouTube, and that's why I, I don't get that much good shit on YouTube. But <clears throat> yeah,
0: like uh, what are, what are, what is it you're looking for? They, they've ruined conspiracy it. Conspiracy like, stuff.
4: It, I'm usually on YouTube. Oh yeah. If, I'm usually yeah, on YouTube that, to like watch that. you to watch a funny podcast.
3: Or you can't
0: even find the shit in the search engine now. They totally destroy the search engine for like for a while. At least you could still figure out how to find things in the search engine. Now you can't you can't find anything. It's like you, you type up. Um, you know 911 conspiracy and it's all just a bunch of mainstream media news items about different things not even about 911 it's Meanwhile I to go to bitchute
4: and I got 10 different 3 hour long documentaries on Sandy Hook
0: Yeah yeah bit shoots, bit shoot bit bitchute's good for the conspiracy stuff
4: Yeah but it's, it's kinda, but it's, it's terrible kinda, if you're a content creator trying to get views because their search engine is so broken I can do the exact same search <laughs> with one or two words in it and just refresh and it's completely different videos every time they have no they, they they have yeah. such a lack of algorithm that it's broken. So, you, yeah, you do. Yeah. You're right. You have to have some kind of algo there to kind of make the things that should be at the top at the top. And yeah, the
0: surface, stuff. the best performing videos. Don't don't show me the videos I've already watched. Like, and it's a pretty basic algorithm. It's just it's like just a few metrics you have to measure to find what content's performing well and, and reward the person who made that content by pushing it out to more people. And
3: YouTube people is got it. YouTube is one passport at the bottom of the Twin Towers away from crumbling.
4: I do. Yeah, it's I'm like I said, I think it's more likely more likely than Section 230 gets fixed and YouTube is forced to get its act together. What's way more likely is YouTube just pushes people too far and their whole house of cards crumbles and then people, the people that haven't already jumped ship to alternate platforms jump ship. I mean, they'll always be the normies that like going on YouTube and watching CNN and Fox News videos. But But fuck them but they but they can stay on YouTube. I think the rest of us aren't going to be on the I mean like I said, I'm the only the only reason I go on YouTube is for you and two other people's content and um because it is easy yeah, you- to just get on the YouTube app. But like I honestly most of the content I consume is audio when um podcasts because I'm driving around, I'm working, I got a headphone in, I'm listening to stuff um but even even if I was just sitting on YouTube watching videos to consume my content it's not YouTube isn't uh, it's there's another you can't really do that much dangerous shit on there. Like you were talking about last night, ping trip. Like if you do anything too dangerous or too edgy, then you're you're in risk of getting the, the ban hammer. So, yeah, if you just have a oh,
0: political opinion, that's all it takes. It's, and it's, they'll you know. put you on
3: list. Look at Jamie Deluxe, what they did to him. Yeah. The ADL put him on some fucking. He's hate on a list. list. He was.
4: Uh, oh, I'm supposed to be having him on here. What happened? I didn't even I notice he was
3: on. here. Oh, this is old. A while ago. Old, old. I yeah, didn't know like, like, did yeah,
4: that
0: dude. The, to, I don't know if you guys know the Revenge of the Sith show, but they did that to them too.
4: The ADL?
3: They
0: just they did edgy comedy, you know. But now they're they're white supremacist racist because you know they're doing comedy that was normal twenty years ago.
4: How long until uh Ari Shafir is on the ADL watch list? <laughs>
0: he's not, he's a Jew, so he'll get away. I love Jews. I mean if you're if you're if you're Jewish you can you can do anything except make fun of black people.
4: I think but you if can do black, that all you want. Uh, then
0: you can do anything except make fun of Jews.
4: <laughs>
0: but Dave so, Chappelle got away with it pretty well, you know. I
4: guess that was a know. great line he had. Uh, if you're, if you're black, it's a gang. If you're Italian, it's the mafia. And if you're Jewish, it's a coincidence, and you should never talk about it. It's like oh, that's pretty good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think every every group should should be open to being made fun of. It brings us all closer together. And if you're if you're go- and I think uh, this is something. Um, Patrice O'Neill said, which I, I don't, I, I had this thought before Patrice, but I'm glad he said it, which is like, if your goal is to make people laugh, you're not trying to spread hate, you're trying to spread laughter. Mm-hmm. Like if that's your, your goal is to make people laugh and feel good, then what's the fucking problem? So what I made fun of some stereotypes about your race. It's like, you know, black people could make fun of white people all day long. White people didn't give a shit. We loved it. But, as,
4: you know. as three straight white men, I think we've taken uh, the, about the most verbal beating of anybody in the last. Not that not that yeah. that that's something to complain about, but it's like at the same time, it's like you got to let us punch back a little bit once in a while.
0: I mean, if it's funny, it's funny, you know? <laughs> yeah.
4: well, who cares? Uh, well, I'm about ready for a beer, gentlemen. I've been drinking beer! Beer! <laughs> beer! 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 Ping trip. Obviously, uh, I I'll link your locals, your YouTube. What else you got?
0: Um, Rumble. Rumble. Uh, Let's get I, I like, ready let to how, rumble. Hey, rumble. Rumble really seems to be avoiding like building an algorithm. They seem to be doing a thing where it's like if you can get in contact with the people with Rumble, like they'll they'll set you up. <laughs> and it's like no, just build an algorithm. Do you got a
4: line on Tripoli? I think he's still that. Oh, that's Rockfin. I'm thinking of. He's the head of comedy. Yeah. Rockfin. I was. I don't. I always know get you Rumble get Rockfin. and Rockfin confused. I think like playing, a uh, right? they got a bunch of exclusive deals on rockfin like they're the yeah, creators yeah. brian walsh is on there He's, his podcast is great um yeah yeah
0: busy. it's my, my podcast it's just like it's not there yet and then people probably pull it up and go like oh how come it's getting so few views for such a large subscriber base and it's like oh and then you read you're the getting, comments and like, you're oh, getting um
4: videos. right on par with Dick Masterson and Vito just Waldi's biggest problem in the universe, which is a pretty popular podcast, just ne- not for video as much. But you're you're right on par with their views, which I thought was pretty impressive because they're. Well, I guess it's just because they're the only podcast I watch on YouTube. But I mean, they're getting about yeah, but they're probably, six to eight thousand views per live stream. Just on YouTube, though, right? They're probably yeah. No, most like people are listening yeah. on uh, on audio platforms.
0: Yeah, so at the, I'm not probably anywhere close to what his overall numbers are. Just just on YouTube, you got to get
4: an RSS feed, bro. If you well,
0: yeah, I mean, I, if, you're, says, still, if you're trying it. to
4: make, uh, if you're trying to keep the podcast a regular thing, I would say that's a must. That's a must.
0: Yeah, make. I'll use that site you told me about. Uh, I forgot the name of it, but
4: if it's the easiest one to do, it's not what I would recommend. But if you're really just trying to throw it up there and let it spread its wings and not have to deal with uh, it, then uh,
0: tell me. Send, the me send me a link. Send me a link to what you would recommend. It's that one Dave like Jones guide, and Adam uh, Curry
4: always hate. They they get so pissed pissed at it. What's that site that uploads you to? It's owned by Spotify.
3: Anchored. No, do not. No, don't, <laughs> don't. Don't do that. Don't. Do not send him that fucking shit. Okay. Well, well it's man. the
4: easiest. I'm, I'm a
0: noob with this stuff, so it's the easiest. It's the like easiest thing to on, do, step but
4: step 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 it's also like um, you don't really have much uh, creative control over it. You're just literally throwing up an MP3 and letting the their robot computers spit your.
3: You're you're out. giving your shit to Spotify, which doesn't solve anything. You're, it's just repeating more of the same, um, stuff. You know, you're, you're giving away your content to somebody else for them to decide what's allowed and not allowed. Yeah, it's um, awesome.
0: 90 degrees today. Is fucking, it's fucking... Yeah, it nuts, feels good. It's, up. Some, it's, it's not yeah. quite that
4: hot here, but it's
3: good. Uh, there here. is... Uh, I, I, can, uh, I can get you a list together. Um, we kind of have like a compare and contrast. Are there you, with you I would say whatever... Yeah.
4: Like um...
0: Yeah, hit me up on Twitter. I'll follow you back. All
4: right. Yeah, it's at Burry Moth on Twitter. Yeah, but um yeah, give him just um I don't know, like something something that's pretty I mean, I use Squarespace. It's really user-friendly, but it's like 200 something bucks a month. So or you, I mean, not a month a year.
0: So, Burry, you listened to the podcast last night with um Chris?
3: Uh, I caught some of it.
0: Um, what do you think? What's 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 your opinion of the podcast? Does it
3: suck? Should I quit? Should I keep doing it? Here's here's what I think. I think you should uh, cut back on the amount of shows per week so you can have a more directed focus as far as material. Um, you know, I. We I had really some
4: good material in there, but as the com- somebody commented and said, podcast starts at two hours and six minutes in. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's like, Okay. I guess the first two hours were just not worth it. Well, I mean, now, it,
4: was, uh, it was funny, but it was just like we didn't get to World War Three until that far in. Yeah.
0: I mean, let, me, let me, let me,
3: uh, let me let me just say this i i understand, or i can empathize the frustration with your frustration specifically about you know trying to make a singular platform work with you and trying to exist within their their lines um but there are already avenues out uh, there to to solve that problem they are available. They do work. And it's just a matter of choosing to let go of an abusive relationship, realistically, is what it is.
0: Oh, yeah, but that, 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 that abuser's got all of my, my, my audience held captured.
4: <laughs> yeah. Like, I would say like, I, I don't think 10, there's uh, any harm in keeping one foot on either side of the fence. Like,
0: Yeah, um, I do. I post my, my, everything I do to Odyssey, to, to Rumble. Uh, bit shoot, it was mirroring. It's I think it's back to mirroring everything again. It's just you know go look at the numbers on those compared to YouTube. If, I, if one so, of those sites was to start giving me anywhere half of what I get on YouTube, I'd be like, oh, maybe I can start. You know, but it's, it just doesn't happen.
3: All right, so I'll uh, I'll bullet bullet point this. I will uh, I would find an RSS feed. I'll get some hosts sent over to you. And you can pick one. I would uh, limit down to maybe two. Three, If you really wanted to shows a week uh, for your streams for the podcast specifically, and um, I would recommend to you your own dedicated IRC server somewhere where you can direct people to come and hang out that is not YouTube.
1: Yeah,
0: that's what I've been trying to do with locals. You know, like I got ten people following me there now. So, if I, like, like you said, you and keep hammering them over the head with it. Eventually, they'll start to grow. So, but
3: I, even plan. even even with locals, that is something that somebody owns, so they can be the de facto. You know, we we have the final say. So yeah. there is opportunity in the future for them to deplatform people. What I am saying is, go out and set up a server to host your own chat on and start there. I mean, the IRC will fundamentally change I, everything I think I, for I you. I will
4: say like it depends who you're like who your audience is, but with like people that are mostly a YouTube audience getting them to get get an IRC um client installed and set it, up is that, seems like a hard sell in my opinion.
0: That that, that would be my question is like how many people are still using IRC? I thought it was kind of a dead technology.
4: I mean, the, in the, the no agenda it, circle a lot of people are using it and it's awesome. Um, There's 40 what?
3: people on our channel. There's there are people that uh, mostly many... get their
4: content on YouTube. I don't know. I don't know how many people yeah. are going to even know what IRC is that are on YouTube.
0: Yeah. I mean, if you're in, in that no agenda um, uh, world, like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not really in that world, you know? Like, I don't. I think a lot of it is, is coming off of uh, the Adam Curry, how big they are and how many followers they got. And then people that are, like, kind of in that, in that gravitational pull can kind of pull off.
4: Yeah, we're those definitely people. riding well, his coattails you know. for sure. Him and Sean John. <laughs> drinking John's wine and riding Adam's coattails is kind of what I've been doing.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know about r- riding coattails, but like, yeah, if that's that, I mean, how many other big shows do they have? Uh, you know, in that world, other than than Adam Adam Curry's show,
4: you know, who are these how podcasts? Are... Is probably the only other real big one.
3: Let me yeah. let's pause there for a sec. A second podcasting. 2.0 the actual show there's a so a, a, a podcast associated with it they have had a full bitcoin boosted into their show so through the podcasting 2.0 apps there has been enough people sending in micro payments of bitcoin and has tallied over one bitcoin that's good so that's i i think You know, views aside, it's the actual participation. It's going to be the people that are like, yeah, you know, I'm really into what this person has to offer. I want to return that by stepping up and interacting. And I I think that I don't think people just aren't used to, to hearing that. It's more so they're tuned in to hear ad reads or something. But to say to somebody, hey, I want you to to come along and participate and make this the sort of show that you want to hear, you know, get involved, call, leave a voicemail, whatever. Yeah. Um,
4: The audience interaction part is definitely a really cool aspect of it. Um, Now um, with you, with with the, with, with you having, you know, almost 300,000 subscribers on YouTube, I would say opening up phone lines might be a little dangerous because you'd have trolls in there trying to say something to get, trip the algo and get you banned. Like people saying the N word or something.
0: (laughs) It's taken down a few people before, yeah. Especially the, the the Skype calls.
3: yeah Yeah, I mean that's that's just one of, a an example. But I mean, you got enough people that
4: you, you got a, a big enough like audience that would like I would assume like listen to your RSS feed if they like your show. I mean, you're getting um several thousand of uh, views per live stream on YouTube. If you know just a chunk of those people started listening on. Um, told other people and shared like the audio um rss feed whether it's on whatever podcast app stitcher or or, a pod friend or even spotify like you're gonna find eventually people that are that'll uh create like really like start drawing like cool episode art for you or start making songs and i mean you've already had people you said making songs for you so that opens up that whole uh people providing value with um contributing things that aren't just money and it just kind of snowballs and builds your Build your show and, and take some of the work off, workload off of YouTube in a lot of ways, and it makes people feel involved. Yeah. It's, it's really cool.
0: Well, you know, I do at some point need to move it off of my main YouTube channel because it's kind of a clash of interests. You know, people don't like having two types of content. They get annoyed by it. <laughs> they just want the same thing over and over again until they get bored of it, and then they tell you, you suck.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes, though. But yeah, uh, let's let's wrap this let's wrap this puppy up guys. I'll uh, I'll keep you posted. It's starting to get really dark outside and windy, so I'm hoping that's not the uh uranium or uranium, I mean, the Ukrainian blood yeah. over here. But uh You got to
0: survive, Chris. You got to make it out, make it I'll out alive.
4: Try. I'll try. I got I don't have a hazmat suit, but I got some yeah, uh, I got some guns and, and ammo and storable food, so.
0: Yeah, just shoot the uranium clouds. That'll do. Ow, pow. Pow. Pew, Pew
4: pew 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 pew. Uh so yeah, ping trip uh in the description show notes, you'll have uh, your YouTube, as always, uh, youtube.com slash ping trip and your locals. Hope people. Uh, I, I think you said you can even follow you on Locals for free, so people should go over there and do that.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's good for that, too, because then, you know, it's a way for me to notify people of my stuff. They don't have to rely on YouTube to tell them. So. And, yeah, I understand Locals could screw me up and deplatform me, but I think I would have to be doing, like, really radical stuff, unless it, it gets bought out by new people
3: and um, I, I think that's really what it comes down to is just un- unexpected uh fingers get put into the pudding
0: yeah like with project veritas
3: <laughs> exactly um so i just that's always what i'm going to advocate for is just taking ownership and um you know within reason i know video is really expensive um yeah. but uh, yeah, basically- there's stuff like-
5: Pulled your little dick out in front of everyone and jerked you off until nothing came out because you are a boy.
4: <laughs> Sorry, I uh
3: bad well. timing on the drop. <laughs> I gotta go pick up a car or two, so um
4: yeah. well behind the dot com and badradio.live every Monday night, ten thirty PM.
0: I appreciate yep. the advice, man.
3: Yeah, totally. Let's uh let's stay in contact. I am I'm, I'm definitely um you want to help out? In, yeah, uh, I was
4: gonna say you can have a—you probably have a better line on how to do a RSS feed uh, that's very user-friendly and intuitive than uh, than Anchor. I would—I would imagine. I just—that's just the one I recommended offhand because I was like, I know for a fact that's super easy. But yeah, you don't really want to hand your hand the keys to your kingdom over to Anchor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
4: I'll figure it so. out. But yeah, man, thanks for thanks for hanging, Pink Trip, everybody. So, uh, Thanks for having yeah. me on man And, uh, and Booberry Behind the Schemes, Bedrio.Live, Ping Trip And I think uh, Yes uh, I think that's a I think that's our show <laughs> We'll be back We'll be back at 9pm Eastern Tonight with Best of the H's With Carolyn Blaney of Hog Story Until then Hasta la vista babies
5: We all need to mask up Oh yeah,
1: you are you will suck the neck and bop